Hey everyone, and welcome to our fourth ever episode of the Lagging Behind podcast. I'm only joined by one person this week, but it's still going to be a great episode. I am joined by Slazo. Hello, Slazo. Hello, Squiggy. How have you been? I've been good. I've been really good. Um, I'm getting used to, to lockdown a little bit, I think, so it's not been too bad. How about you? I Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm used to it, but I still miss going out. Like, I feel it's, it's slowly wrecking my body, I think. Like I've, I can, I feel like I'm putting on weight, and for someone who's been like ten stone his whole life, this is weird. I don't, I don't have podges. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what? I know that feeling because I'm saying I'm used to, I'm getting used to it. But I work from home, so I move from one room to another, and that is my commute for the day. Whereas before, yeah. I was at least walking from the car park to the <laughs> office, and then even like walking to the toilet was, I was going upstairs to the toilet, but the bathroom's oh, right next I to my office, so. I can't imagine for you as well because you you go to the gym a lot, I know, and I can't imagine like how you burn off that kind of energy now. Exercise yeah, that it's, much. it's it's hard motivation wise for that as well, but it's kind of just getting used to a new normal, I suppose. Which which I think everyone's please gotta stop. Do. No, I, uh, <laughs> I work. Everyone, HR, I don't want to hear new normal. <laughs> a new normal. Yes, this is the HR podcast, not the lagging behind podcast, which you can find oh, on iTunes and Spotify, and also on Anchor.fm, which is maybe where you're listening to this too uh you can find us on twitter as well and we are at behind lagging i got it right this week no yeah, and any lagging. any previous podcast that said other twitter handles that ignore that that was you you misheard it was always at behind lagging yeah always. always at behind lagging not the other millions of ways that i try to come up with it <laughs> so anyway let's make a start it's a new it's a new podcast it's been a new a new two weeks a new week or whatever um, so it's probably a perfect time to talk about what we've been playing over the past couple of weeks. Um, so, Lizard, do you want to go? Amazing. I saw you tweeting yeah. about a few games. I can, I can go first. Yeah, I, I play. Yeah, I've remind you've reminded me now because I tweeted about games about more things I didn't even write down. Uh, <laughs> I'll start off with the ones everyone already knows that I play: Apex, uh, Season Five. Woo! Um, new character Loba is pretty fun. I really enjoy her. Um, she's kind of a little bit like Sombra in Overwatch. You played that with like teleportation ability. Yeah, I've also, played a bit of that, yeah. Yeah, but I love her um, her shop where you can literally just set it down and then any item in an area, you can pick up like up to two items. So you don't even have to like, you can go into like an area or at the start of the game now that there's charge pads and you can get an instant ultimate if you play it right. So you can just go boom, instant ultimate, boom, shop. Don't even really have to run around this area. You can go, oh, there's a purple body armor and ooh, there's a nice purple mod. There we go, boom. Oh, that's pretty cool. So yeah, she's uh, she's really fun, and her, her passive's taking a little bit to get, get used to, so she can see put any kind of purple or yellow, so tier 3 or tier 4 loot, just kind of is highlighted, so you don't even need to open like a chest or go in a building, you can see instantly if there's that high tier loot. Oh, so it's kind of getting good. used to that, because obviously you still want to get blue loot in the meantime, and like white loot. Yeah. So it you've got to train yourself. Of, yeah. yeah. It could be a thing where if you see like enemies going to a certain place, but you know there's no high level loot there you're like no that's fine i'll leave them i'm Sucks not to I'm be not them. them yeah whereas you yeah. know that there's like gold loot on the other side of the building or whatever so yeah it's very useful at the start of the game because you can just go right i'm gonna run straight to this building because i can see purple yeah. uh the only hard bit is uh, i haven't got used to like telling things at distance yet so i'll go oh my god there's some purple there and it's a sniper scope and like, great yeah <laughs> i'll ping it for someone else but yeah yeah my sniper but... scope for the pistol that i've got <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, that's fun, and I actually won a duo's game for the first time as well a couple of weeks ago. So Impressive. I'm not terrible, honest. <laughs> I, I you don't need to carry me. I can pull my weight. <laughs> uh, 
besides that, um, can't remember when the last time we recorded this is, so I'm just going to kind of go generally with what I've been playing. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, I'm now about halfway through Chapter 8, so I've just got to uh, Aerith's house for the first time. Uh, oh my god, that place is so pretty. It, I want to live in that house. It's ah. Oh, you're in the slums and you just go through this corridor and then you come out into this like natural paradise and it's like, oh my god, you you get to live here. Oh, so <laughs> I think that chapter is like the first time I really started to notice. Like it's a pretty game, but that chapter from like when you're running across the rooftops, a la classic Assassin's Creed, and then the Aerith's house is like, oh, it's so pretty. Uh, I've played a bunch of Final Fantasy fourteen because five point three is coming out, so I wanted to get to Heavensward before um, that patch hits. Uh, so I'm, I'm a, about, yeah, so I'm only five years behind now. Great, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's it's good fun. It picks up as the patches go on, so there's some fun fights like um, Saint Shiva and Viphan, uh pretty neat. Uh, the ending to uh, the whole Realm Reborn arc is really kind of cool, and where the game really kind of. I've been told that's where the game really kicks into high gear, and you can tell because they put a lot of effort into the story of that thing. It's like an hour's worth of cutscenes. Like what? So, but I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> that was that was really cool. A bit weird how they threw one villain under the bus for no reason. He just goes. He after like being the pulling machinations, he's now like ha ha ha. It's clearly me. Ha ha. Oh, I've been killed. It's like well, maybe you shouldn't have just gone mad. But that's fun, although it's weird because the uh, voice acting changes between base game and Heavensward because they went with a different voice acting studio for Heavensward onwards. So you'll have one cutscene and then you'll go, oh man, yeah, time to play my next one. And uh, the main cast voices have all changed. Some, Is that not a bit weird? Yeah, no. some <laughs> like some characters you don't hear a huge amount, so it's not so bad, but um, uh, Alphano is probably, I think, the one I complained about on Twitter because you hear him a lot in those kind of end, towards the end of, of 14 in the patches and such. And then he goes from having like a more interesting, nuanced voice to sounding like an anime kid. And it's really annoying. But uh, I mean, I'll probably get used to it. Again, I've got five years of content. So by the time I hit uh, Stormblood or whatever, I'll probably be like, yeah, that's Alpha now. Yep. And then there's a new voice actor. I've gotten used to this before, like Pokemon, the Pokemon anime. You swapped voice actors after like 10 years. And after a little bit of, oh, this is weird, it, I settled in. So, yeah, and then I also tried, I'm going to completely forget the name of the game. So, uh, if you're a big fan of it, I'm sorry. But it's essentially Dark Souls with guns, uh, but you can also do co-op in it. So, I played that for a couple of hours with some friends. And gameplay-wise, it's fun. Like, I love the idea of Dark Souls with guns, but it felt a little bit kind of mean and unfair. It's something from the ashes, like, I can't remember. Remnant from the ashes. That's the one, yeah. I literally just Googled Dark Souls with guns, <laughs> and that's what came up. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the selling point. And as I said, it's, it's fun, but it feels a little bit unfair. Like, it, has, it seems to have, like, a... I don't know if it's infinitely respawning, but enemies can spawn in, whereas, like, Souls games are generally, you know kind of what's where. Like, you might get caught off guard the first time, but then you know about something. Whereas in this one, I know I was in a combat. We suddenly, we were fighting, suddenly got mobbed by, like, 20 enemies out of nowhere. So it was like... I think while they stood and fight, I was like, I'm going to retreat to the bonfire equivalent. It's only like a meter or two away. Uh, at which point, a giant guy with two swords showed up and started cutting me to pieces. And I was like, you weren't here when we ran by. <laughs> and there's nowhere <laughs> for you to have come from. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like with some, with some work, that could be fun. But I don't know. I, it was all right. I, I wouldn't play it solo, but co-op, it's, it's pretty good. And uh, that's... Uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, I've downloaded Minecraft Dungeons, but that doesn't come out till Tuesday, so 
it'll be out by the time you're listening to this. Okay, but right now, that is, rip. That is out the day of this podcast. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Damn. So yeah, preloaded, but ah, can't play. <laughs> Happy Minecraft Dungeons Day. <laughs> Unless you listen to this after the 26th of May, then I don't know what day it is. In which case, happy, happy birthday, someone. Get Game Pass, go play it. Is it on Game Pass? It, it's a Microsoft game, Squiggy. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? I forgot about that. <laughs> it's Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> that thing they own. That. Yeah. <laughs> that means I paid my, I bought Minecraft for my PC and I've got Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. Should I not have done that? I mean, in fairness, you, I'm assuming you bought Minecraft like a decade ago. No, no, I bought Minecraft about two months ago. You, you, may, have, you may have done the... Oh, well. I mean, I guess if you want to play the Java version of it, I don't know how that works nowadays. Yeah, the Java that was the, the version I was playing. Yeah, because yeah, we'll, we'll that's the one with all the mods. So, yeah. yeah, then you'll have, won- you'll have probably made the right choice then. Because okay, Windows okay, 10 then. Minecraft, you can't mod as much. Yeah. Oh, that's okay then. I don't feel as bad now. I mean, it was there really you go. Like, yeah, you may. Yeah. I mean, you, you'll be fine. It costs you, what, like a tenner, if that? It was £17. Oh, okay. Maybe it's gone yeah. a little bit. Not the best £17 I spent, I'll openly say that. But it's not my kind of game, so... But uh, what have... I mean, besides Minecraft with Pokemon mods, uh, what have you been playing, Squee? Um, So, not really loads of different games from last time. Um, I played Gears of War... Is it the Ultimate Edition? Remastered? Gears of War Oh, one? the first one. Uh, yeah, yeah, Gears of War Ultimate, I think. Yeah, so me and, me and my friend downloaded that just to play the campaign through because we wanted some games to play and we didn't want to buy any games. And, and it was Gears 1. Yeah, well, we're going to go through all of them, I think. But obviously, Gears, Gears 1's the only one that's remastered, which is a bit annoying. Sure. All the other ones are out, but... Uh, but it was, re- it was weird going back, because I remember the first three acts really well. Like, I literally pretty much remembered everything. I'm and then glad you do. I could not tell you. Apart from the fact that Ram's the villain, I couldn't tell you anything about that game. Yeah, that's, that's a weird villain. And uh, we got to Act 4, and I couldn't remember anything about Act 4. I was like, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> and then Act 5, I, I only remember the end of Act 5, which is obviously the Ram fight on the train. Yes. And I literally thought Act 5 was going to open up in the train station, and then that's it, you jump on the train. But no, there was loads of stuff to it. What, well, so it had a final act. Yeah, oh, yeah, it actually had a finale, unlike oh my God. Gears 4 and Gears 5. We can lay into Gears because Laura's not here. I was going to say, Laura's not here, and I, I should like say at this point, I like Gears. Gears is fun, but it has problems every now and yeah, no, I I do like it. I enjoyed going back playing it. It's still a bit obviously clunky, and it's it's basically what you would probably remember Gears as back then. Like it's still a decent shooter, but still with a few issues. Like the final boss, it took us what two minutes to kill Ram, I think. <laughs> Damn. And we didn't do anything special. We died the first time because I forgot about the krill and the lights. Um, right. And then the second time we did it, we just stayed behind cover at the start, where you've always got a light on you, so the krill can't come for you. Oh, God, I've got the whole mechanic in those games. Two minutes, and he's dead. And I was like, oh, well, we're done. Good game. Thanks. That's the I remember Gears 2 was probably the one where I really started falling in love with it. Yeah. Gears, I mainly I got Gears, Gears 1 because it was the hot multiplayer thing. Yeah. Like, Gears, Gears 1's story was still, it was still okay. The first, I think the first two acts are probably the best. Um, right. And then it sort of goes downhill a little bit. It just literally stumbles down a hill from then on. But Gears 2... The story's a lot better in Gears 2. And the actual like locations you go to are a bit better as well. I and then the still remember, I still remember fighting through that goddamn worm. Yes, the worm. Yeah, I'll, I'm looking forward to going through that because we're probably going to play Gears 2 at some point in the near future. So yeah, that, might be, well. that might be in two weeks' time. 
on the oh, next man. podcast. We'll find out. Sweet. Um, what else have we been playing? Uh, played a bit of Animal Crossing again. I kind of got into that a lot more. I think the last time we probably said I, I sort of stopped playing it, then started playing it again. I was going to say, I think you um, and I have swapped because I've barely played it in weeks, but you've been playing a fair bit. I've pretty much been on it every day. So every morning I'll go on, check the turnip prices, I'll go and pick up all the shells from around the beach and I'll go and shake all my fruit trees, which have got fruit on them, and then go and sell everything to make some money, talk to all my villagers, and then just maybe some dig up some fossils. That's what I'll pretty much do every morning. And then depending turnip prices, I might go and sell my turnips. Um, I've sort of decided I want to redesign my whole island. So I'm saving up money to do that. <laughs> oh my god, that's well, you're deep now. Yeah, I'm I'm deep. I'm invested into that part. I just need money to do it. I've got loads of ideas, but I just need the money to do it. Yeah, so. it kind of does. Like, I get why, because obviously, if you play Turnip Market, right, you'd be having millions of bells anyway. But I know when I was looking, I was like, I want to build another bridge, uh, but I don't want a crappy one. I want a nice bridge. Oh, that'll be several hundred thousand bells. That's like half my house loan. Yeah, um, like I think I'll, I'll pay for the house. <laughs> yeah, I think like the basic. The basic bitch bridge is like ninety-eight thousand bells. It's, and I it's really quite an increase that. from. Please get me some wood so we can build a bridge. Yeah, and I really don't want that. And I also, the one thing I really didn't like was the fact that you've got to pay to build a house for someone else. It's like ten thousand bells. I didn't to, mind that so much because it was so cheap. But I, I do see the annoyance. Yeah, like why would I? But you want people on your island, Mister Tom Luke. You shouldn't be. I shouldn't be paying you to get people on your island. You should be paying me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I only, I've only done that once because I begrudge giving him ten thousand bells, and you get like you have, to, you have to do it, Mosky, to progress the story. I know I need to get KK to play a concert and everything, but uh, I don't know. I just don't want to give Tom Nook money. He's, it's basically paying paying him to get someone else on the island to pay him, <laughs> which is great business. It's great business by him, but nah, I do need to. Me. I need to get back onto it because I haven't really. Actually, no, wait, no, I did play it once after the last major patch and I saw Crazy Red on like someone else's island. I was like, oh my god, he's here now. And then he's never come to my island. I'm still busy building out my museum as well. I've, I've given him so many fossils. I must basically have a fossil museum with like one fish and one bug fossils in it. Are the, fossils are the easiest. I think I've got like 80% of the fossils, but yeah, yeah not like a quarter maybe of all the bugs and fish. Yeah, I, find the, I, I really find the fishing difficult. Like, I know it's not. But it's, it's cast, no, no. It's, it's when you cast your you cast your line, and yes. you think you've got it right next to the fish, so you press, and it just ignores it. <laughs> yeah, or you'll throw it, and then suddenly, like the water stream takes the fish away, or your thing goes the opposite way from the fish, and it's like, come on, I just want a fish. Why is fishing so stressful? I mean, yeah, the the whole game of it's less about catching the fish once once it's bitten. You unless you mess up, you're pretty guaranteed to get it. But yeah, yeah there have been times where I've been running around. There's like a little star-shaped lake in front of a museum for me. And there have been times where I've literally been running to and fro that ruddy thing, trying to get it in the exact right angle so it'll actually bite onto it. Yeah, that's my or biggest... Or worse, when it happens on its side. No, I was going to say, that's my biggest annoyance, that you think you've got the perfect cast and you press, is it A or whatever it is, to throw your line? Yeah. And then you realise you're nowhere near it or it moves at the last second. Yeah, and then you do it on a river. And it's even more annoying because if you pole vault over the river, the fish is going to go away. So you have to go a certain bit away, pole vault down river, then go back to where it is. But which point it's probably swum over to the other side again. Yeah, I've had that one. <laughs> Don't like to talk about that. Uh, that that annoyed me a lot. And then it's better than fishing eggs. I just bring. I I just end up getting you, tired. You missed. You missed the great egg. Egg bonanza. I just get tires out of the water. I think I've caught like two fish and about six tires. 
And I mean, tires are great, but I can't put them in a museum. You could build nice little toys with them. I have like a tire seat. I could do And that. I want to build the, whatever the free tire one is. I want to try and build it, uh, make my island like Disneyland. I do, really? Why am I yeah. not surprised? Because <laughs> I've, I've seen people do it on YouTube and it looks so fun. It's, it's going to cost so much money. But I kind of want to have the different themed areas based on like the theme parks. I have a, a jungle theme on one part of it, which yeah. is like one of the lines, and then have like a an old western theme, which you can probably do. I don't really know what av- what's available. Then have like a futuristic theme, then have like a fantasy princessy fairy tale theme in another part of it. But then I'll probably end up building a gym somewhere as well. I, I look forward to visiting it in a month's time. It's going to take a lot more than a month, thank you <laughs> Especially when I'm carrying on playing the last game on my list, which is Call of Duty Warzone, surprisingly. I am absolutely obsessed with Call of Duty Warzone. I think I've put in three days worth of time on the game. Yeah, honestly, I'm just obsessed with it. I've only won, I've won three games. And the last time I won was probably the best game I've had. I didn't get downed. I didn't enter the gulag. None of my team died. And I think I came with about seven kills. Nice. So I'll take that. It's just so much fun. Like I've got all my classes set up and everything. And I, like I feel like I'm getting a lot better at it. So I'm enjoying it more than sort of when I played PUBG when I thought if I see someone, I'm dying. <laughs> so you kind of avoid everyone and then you get into the, like the last 10 but realize that you've got no gun skill at all because you've never shot anyone because you've just been avoiding people and then you die. Yeah. Whereas on this one, if I see someone, I'm more confident to push them and try and kill them. And if I get down, then I know my team will always be there for me and have my back. <laughs> so if you're listening to this team except when it's me yeah except when it's you although we finished second that one time I, we did I think that's like the only game of play yeah I, uh, I did well. like if it wasn't 100 gig I would probably re-download it again because I want to try um, I'm not too bothered by the battle royale in it but the sound is it money bowl or blood money or blood money blood money that whenever I've seen people play that that looks really fun and like a cool kind of mel merge of Call of Duty and battle royale yeah, I've not played. I've still not played that one yet. Oh, they, put a, so um, they put a new update out a couple of days mm. ago, and they added um, trios. But the trios was old school battle royale, so you don't start with any weapon. There's no contracts. There's no gulag. If you die, you die, sort of thing. And honestly, that's, that's it's that's the worst thing. Ever. It's the worst thing ever. So because the map's like four times bigger than the last Call of Duty battle royale map. Oh god, you, so you, you no don't one see ever. anyone. So we finished, I think we finished 17th, and we didn't see anyone until we died. Jesus. And that was out of, well, was 150 people, so we what, 50, 50 teams, maybe? Yeah, because so that's one of the, one of the good then. things about that is the map is huge, but thanks to all the contracts and everything, it's pretty good at kind of shuffling people towards each other behind the scenes. Yeah, whereas this, there's nothing. So we, we had decent weapons, but we just didn't get a chance to use them. I think we got shot from behind. <laughs> and it's just like, you spend... If it was probably only about 10 minutes or something, looting around, finding all these weapons, ready to go and fight someone, you don't see anyone, and then literally you get towards the end, and you get killed straight away. I'd rather have just died right at the start with nothing. Yeah, but, I mean, that's, to be fair, that's just the thing. I've had that in Apex as well. Right? There yeah. are some games where, after maybe an initial scuffle, you then don't see anyone for the next 10-15 minutes until the ending. Yeah. yeah, but it was just, yeah, it was annoying. So we just went straight back to normal trios instead, <laughs> which is a lot more fun. I think that's pretty much everything I've played. Um, I played one game of NBA 2K20 online with my friend. That was a lag fest. That was the worst game I've ever played online since Call oh. of Duty 2 on the Xbox 360. Oh, that's a claim, Scringy. That's a claim. So, so on, honestly, like I was dribbling with the ball 
and I don't know where I'm going. And next thing I know, I've dribbled the ball off the court. <laughs> oh, I've dribbled the ball back into the backcourt and I've been given a backcourt violation because you're not allowed to do that. Or oh, I've literally just ran towards the net and just ran under the net. Oh my God. And then I think we ended up getting to like the fourth quarter of the game with like a minute left. And then we're both disconnected from the server. I was Jeez. like, we played all that time. I put up with all of that just for that to happen. So yeah, so I've not been back on that since. I don't blame you. And that's that's pretty much everything, I believe. So we'll move we'll move straight on to our first segment. It's the one we do. Well, we did it last last series, last episode, and I think we did it the episode before. It is this day in gaming. So basically, we look at what happened on this day in gaming. The date of this podcast releasing is the twenty sixth of May. Whoa. So we went back a little bit into the archives to find out what happened on this day. And to be honest, we probably picked the really the worst day. Ever. This day, Minecraft Dungeons came out. Yes, on this day. Can't in comment on that yet, though. <laughs> yeah. On this day in 2020, Minecraft Dungeons came out. Let us know what you think about it in the comments. Um, so in 2017, Friday the 13th launched on everywhere, I think. I'm going to assume PC, Xbox, PS4. Yeah, and then it came to the Switch later on last year, I think. So we're not talking about that part. But um, it was apparently... It was, I've, I've not played it. I know you're saying you haven't I've played it. I've never, never played it. But it's supposed to be a really good, a really good sort of survival horror game. Um, I think it's. Well, I think a, it's like it's one of the uh, asymmetrical, like four v one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. I think a lot of people were saying that it's the most fun they've had since like a Left 4 Dead style, right? Sort of thing. See, that's the that's the thing because I know they did that, and then recently they released Predator Ending Grounds as well. But I think the problem for me is uh, Dead by Daylight has just spoiled me on all of that because I love Dead by Daylight. So I'd rather yeah. if I'm gonna play like one of those games, it's like I could play these these uh decent uh asymmetric multiplayer horror things or i could play like the king of the genre <laughs> yeah i think that's the thing i think review wise it, it didn't do very well like with all the different publications and everything but i think everyone who actually played it like people yeah. like normal people wise i think they absolutely loved it and i know um kind of funny i mean you know them yes those guys and it's greg miller and yeah greg and greg pretty much played it constantly for three or four months, I think. And I think he got, I, the, I don't know if there was platinum on it, but I think he got the platinum and he, he was obsessed with it. And I was watching a lot of the streams and it just looked so much fun. To I play. can believe it got better because I know, um, I don't know if it's the same as Predator Hunting Grounds where it came out and it was horribly unbalanced at launch where it's it's Predator. So obviously the Predator is going to stalk his prey and kill. Now the humans just Goomba stomp the Predator. But uh, like a week or two or, or some point after it came out, they patched it and apparently it's a lot better now. So I would imagine it could have been a similar thing with Friday the 13th, where the version that reviewers played was like not balanced and all that. But then after it came out, they went, oh, fix that, tweet, tweet. And then, yeah, boom. I think there was a lot of um, um, online issues with it as well, because I don't oh, really ex- okay. they didn't expect it to be as popular as it was. So obviously it reviewed really badly. Sales-wise, I think it did quite well. Yeah. Um, because loads of people wanted to play a Friday the 13th game. And it, it won quite a few or got nominated for quite a few awards as well. Oh, nice. Um, even though it was like, I think Metacritic's got it at 61 for PS4 and 53 for Xbox One. Oh, and by bad. today's standards, that's goddamn, that's like yeah. three. And it's getting like nominated for like certain things and it's coming on like top 25 games of that year and everything, which either says there wasn't many games coming out that year or that it's actually, it's better to play than it is to review, if that makes sense. Like maybe, yeah. So we'll see. I, I still want to play it, and I kind of wanted to play the Nintendo Switch one when that got released later down the line, but you need people to play it with. That's the problem. 
I think. You can't just jump into a random game for that, I don't think. I don't think it's as I, fun. Yeah. Well, those games are always a lot better to like play with friends. Yeah. Um, another game that came out on this day in back in 2009 was Infamous, which was developed by Sucker Punch. Um, I don't know how much you know of Infamous. Do you know much about it? We need Laura for this one, because Laura, I think, played all of them. Infamous, as far as I remember, is essentially the PlayStation response to Crackdown. Yeah. I think. I think, it, I think it <laughs> you is. You paused there, it. don't worry, me. <laughs> yeah, no, I was trying to think. I've not played it. I've not played the original Infamous. The only one I've played is the two on the PS4. Second Sun. Second Sun and First, First Light, I think it was First called. Light, yeah. Yeah, they're the only two that I've played. I know Laura's played both of them, so she's probably like shouting at us right now while she's listening to this. Sorry, Laura. Sorry, Laura. You have better yeah. taste in games than us. <laughs> I think it pretty much is a bit like the PlayStation Crackdown, but with a bit more of a, um, a story to it, because it is just a single-player yes. story-driven game, basically. Yes, Infamous did seem to get more praise for that, whereas Crackdown is more, have a play box and go nuts. Yeah, and it, it, it reviewed really well. Metacritic got an 85 out of 100. IGN gave it a 9.2, which is I feel like good going. It's the game, I, I mean, I can't speak for you, but I know it's the game I probably would have played if I'd gone last generation main, as a mainly Sony guy as opposed to mainly Xbox. So. Yeah, I think I'm kind of the same. So, like, I had obviously both consoles, but yes, my, I think I my, play, my PlayStation was, to be honest, I don't really know what it was for. I think it was for Metal Gear Solid. Uh, I got mine for Little Big Planet and yeah, then Planet. played a couple of things over the like, next year or two. Not really much. Yeah. There was that's the thing. I think if it, PlayStation had been my main console, I probably would have got yes, Infamous. And I think it's that's why I probably played Second Son and First Light on the PS4 because the PS4 was my main console. Well, and I'm also betting you played them on PS Plus. No, no, I paid for that. Oh, you bought them? them? Oh, yeah, shoot I, me! Well, oh, because I'm positive Infamous Second Son came out the same day that Metal Gear Solid Ground. Zeros came Zeros out. Zeros did. Wow. And I think I got them both in the post on the same day, and I had to decide what to do. Now, it was, a, it was a tough decision whether to. I don't the box. believe for one second that you had a tough decision. Infamous Metal Gear. Hmm. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a tough decision. I just wanted to try and give it a bit more credit, but it really wasn't a tough decision. It was Metal that's, Gear. That's saying. Yeah. That's not us understanding this. It's just Squiggy loves Metal Gear. So yeah, if it's a game franchise, I could play again and again and again, etc., etc. It would be Metal Gear Solid. But that's pretty solid. much emphasis on solid. Yeah, that you you start making jokes about him about Metal Gear Acid or Survive, and he will slit you. Oh yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> yes, let's, let's, let's not talk about Metal Gear Solid. That's for another podcast, another day. Yes, maybe. Um, so that's pretty much everything that happened on this day in gaming history. I went back all the way to 1988 to try and find stuff that happened, and literally nothing. The only other thing that I found was something that went happened the wrong in way. Should have gone forward. Gone forward to 20. <laughs> yeah, I should have. Shouldn't I? Yeah, I didn't think about that. Um, the only thing. The only other thing that I found, I think it was 1989, is Golden Axe got released in arcades in May. Whoa, that's a name I've not heard in a while. Damn. Yeah, but I don't know when in May, so it could have been the start of May, could have been the end of May, could have been the middle of May, could have been the 26th of May, could have been the 27th, who knows. But that started getting rolled out to arcades in May. Do you reckon, here's one for you, a completely off-topic question, well, not off-topic question, but question screen you wasn't prepared for, now that you've said that. Oh, no. Do you... <laughs> With Streets of Rage 4 now being a thing that's come out and has seemingly, at least initial impressions, seem to be good, do you reckon we'll start to see more, the return of more of those kind of games, like Golden Axe? Oh, that's a, 
I was not prepared for that. Um, <laughs> you see, I think it's I think it's weird. I don't think we're going to get the old games back because I think you can already get them in collections. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if people want if people really like Streets of Rage Four because I used to love Streets of Rage Two. I think it was. I love. Yes, I think that was the big one. So I think if people see this doing really well, people might think, "Oh yeah, we can make some money out of this. We'll bring back some of the the older IPs yeah. like in this way." But then I think if say they do that and say say they bring out Golden Axe, I don't know what number it would be. Let's say four for the benefit. Yeah, let's say yeah. <laughs> say they bring out Golden Axe four and it bombs miserably. I don't think there'd be another game of that ilk coming out again because I don't think they take the risk. That's that's fair. I don't know. Do you think the same or? Uh, well, obviously. Oh, thanks. Well, I mean, the market <laughs> has shown for the last decade almost now, like a, this big trend towards nostalgia. People, I mean, what's what's old is new again because people want to relive those glory days. Newer players get to play these new games. Publishers and developers get to cut down on costs because they're just remaking the same games instead of designing and developing new ones. So I could I could see it happening. I could see them being a market for a new kind of golden axe, as if Streets of Rage does as well as it seems to have done. But uh, I don't know. T- time will time will tell on that one. But I wouldn't rule it out. No, that's fair. And quite a lot of the stuff you've said there, it's kind of a nice segue into our last segment. Oh, hot damn! Which is revisit revisitation station. Try saying that really quickly. I don't recommend revisitation it. station. Revisitation station. Revisitation station. There you go. There's our intro for that. So <laughs> in revis- in revisitation station, we're going to look back at a classic game and kind of discuss the good, the bad, and the impact it's had on gaming. And I think. The way with what you said, said weird, about. I was going to slap you. No, no, no weird. No weird. On <laughs> not that segment, not that segment. No, and I, think, and I think the way that you sort of talked about people from older generations wanting to play games again and newer people get no experience there, like the yes. old games, I think this is the perfect one for that because we're going to talk about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, which came out on the PlayStation in 2000. Gnarly. So Tony, just a little bit of background on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. It's obviously the second one if you didn't know how to count. Um, it came to, obviously, PlayStation in 2000. I think it came to Windows, Game Boy, and Dreamcast a year later. And then it came Game to, like, Boy, Mac, Game Boy Advance, N64, Xbox, Windows Mobile, Windows Phone, and iOS between now and, like, 20... Well, up till 2010, I think it was. Over the years. Over the years. And there's a new version of it coming out this year, which is just was announced probably between the last podcast and this one, I think. Uh, certainly so, yeah. between our recordings, yeah. Yeah. And I used to love Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Like, I was completely obsessed with it. I never had a PlayStation, but I had friends who had PlayStations. And I was at their <laughs> house a lot playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Like, we knew all the cheats and everything to have perfect um, grinds and heads. things. Big heads. Big heads. Yeah. Oh, that was the best thing. And even some of the um, the different places you can skate around. Like, I remember them so well. The school... The, the warehouse the warehouse was the best one because it has so many hidden areas to get to see I don't know. you say the warehouse and i i remember the one from the first one clearly because they've reused it in almost every game since is it like the same was it the warehouse no the sorry bit? it was the hangar it was the hangar oh okay right sorry okay yes the hangar it, it's basically it's basically a warehouse but it's got an aircraft in it <laughs> so that's pretty much why i call it the the hang- uh, the warehouse the warehouse <laughs> the warehouse yeah, i forgot i was gonna call it there <laughs> But it's it's one of those games. I think that like I don't I don't really know how popular skateboarding was back then because I wasn't into skateboarding. But it was one of those games where I started learning who all these people were, and I knew loads of different tricks. Like there was a melon. I didn't know you could do a trick called the melon. Well, that's it was popular because sorry to cut you off from naming skateboarding tricks. That was fine. Please stop me because I don't know anymore. 
<laughs> I, I mean, I do thanks to this game. But uh, yeah, it was kind of like the... I didn't have digital TV or anything, but this was kind of like the era where MTV was taking over and kind of skateboarding was like the gnarly, radical, extreme sport that was kind of one of the faces of that. So I think that's kind of why we went from like no skateboarding games, they're probably skateboarding games before Tony Hawk's, but kind of none, but two. Oh shoot, this is the cool thing to play now. Yeah, yeah, I can, I see what you mean from that. I, I was flip. never into, as I, you're just throwing out <laughs> random things now. <laughs> Ollie, Nolly, there's a Nolly as well. Nolly, yeah. I, yeah. I, I couldn't tell you the difference to this day between the Nolly no, and the Nolly. No, I couldn't either. But it was, it, was one of those, it was one of those games where I, like, I played a lot of multiplayer on it. Yes. Because the multiplayer was so much fun. I think there was, a, was it a game called Horse? I think it was. Yes, Horse is one of the ones in that one. I can't remember what you did in it, but I remember playing it, and it was so much fun. I think the idea is like you have to try and do like certain combos or certain things, and if you fail, you get a letter of horse, and if you fail five times, you're the horse. <laughs> yeah, like I that. was never, I was never good at it. And then I think the other one that I played a lot of was graffiti, which is oh. where you do tricks on different elements. Oh, of, like, you have to like tag, things. tag, goddamn! Yeah. and if you get you the highest one, it. it's tagged in your color. Yeah, and that one was so much fun because obviously you would start off by just grinded on rails just to get them all tagged your color yeah and then you had like those tactics to it and everything so you would do that and then you would come back later on once they'd done tricks on it obviously to win them back to try and beat them even more well what you do is you go oh man they're, they're building up a nice big combo so you just ride into them yeah you That's can do it, that as ruined. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but it was tell the different was... tactics here from me and squiggy <laughs> yeah yeah well you're the one that run, rams into people on racing games so let's not talk about that that is very true cannot deny <laughs> But it was uh, it was one of, it was one of those games that I think it got me really interested in skateboarding games. Still don't like skateboarding. I can't skateboard to save my life. I've got the balance oh God, of no. like. Oh God, no. I life. tried. I tried once. It was like getting used to the whole balance thing. Someone was like, "No, you've got to move." Kicked the skateboard from behind me. Obviously, I wasn't ready for that, so I just landed <laughs> flat on my back on like the school playground or whatever, and was like, "Ow, right, that's it. Never doing this again." I'm done. Take me away. <laughs> but yeah, it's. It's a it's a game that obviously we may as well talk about what it's done for like skateboarding games before we go back into talking about what we really like and didn't like about it. It's launched an entire well, I, obviously technically the first one did, but this one really kind of established the entire franchise. Yeah, and if you look at I think how many well that's, I've got them here actually one. Oh, but I can go through them because fun fact for our listeners, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two is the best received one and the only one I've not played. So, <laughs> so I've yeah, played one, two, three, four, and then if you're going, ah, I know the next one he's going to say, he's going to say five. Wrong. Nope. Nope. Underground. Yep. Underground two. No, not underground three. What would that be next? American <laughs> Wasteland, Project Eight, uh, Downhill Jams in there somewhere, and then yes. there's there's a like I didn't play Ride. I must admit the one where you the had the proven, actual skateboard for a proven ground as well, which was for the. Oh, I missed one. Shoot. <laughs> it came out on the ds that one i believe oh nice but yeah i've played literally all the ones i mentioned there i've literally played them all i've not played two. <laughs> the most popular one yeah the highest like rated it's one of the highest rated the one everyone loves and i'm like yeah no i've not played that i've played everything else <laughs> in fairness yeah. because so they have classic mode in like a lot of them which is essentially do um like 10 different goals within two minutes and I think because they've done that so many times and brought back levels, I've probably played half of that game through other games, through like underground, the undergrounds and the American Wastelands. 
Because isn't one of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2's levels the one when you're in like a giant valley or like kind of it's like a very downhill path as it oh, were? Yeah. And then at the bottom you can loop back to the top? Or am I completely misremembering? Is that not Pro Skater 2? That might not be Pro Skater 2, but I'm not well, shit. convinced. I'm not too it, sure. I don't I'd... think it is. Well, Philly. I probably have played the Pro Skater 2 levels. I just didn't know they were Pro Skater 2. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I, it's weird as well that a lot of people obviously really wanted Pro Skater 2 to be remade. And I think I think because of how good it was, all the games after that, even though they were good, they were always compared to how yes. much fun people had on Pro Skater 2. Yes, so got, like, I did Pro notice Skater when 5. I read reviews, people would be like, but is it as good as 2? Yeah. I think that's what pretty much... I mean, Pro Skater 5 got... Oh, oh, I shouldn't have looked at that. Oh, God, yeah, that did happen. That was a game. Yeah, that got a... Uh, Sorry, I take it back. I insulted people if you said Pro Skater 5. That was real. We just bleached it out of our memory. It was... Well, Pro Skater 5 was the most recent one. Like, of the actual really? Pro Skater franchise, yeah. I thought it was... Oh, no, wait, yeah, that was a remake. No, yeah, you're right. 5 was the yeah. most recent. And it got, it got awful reviews, but I don't know. So I don't know if that was because of how good... People are still comparing it back to Pro Skater 2, or if it's just I'm was going really with it bad. was crap. I vaguely yeah. no, the fact that I'd forgotten it, but now you've brought it back, and I vaguely remember people kind of slamming it. And then yeah. obviously there was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater HD, which also didn't do brilliantly view wise. Yeah, that's why they're re remaking Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 again. <laughs> Sweep the other remake under the carpet. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I think as well, it's worth mentioning the soundtrack of yes. the game. And people always say, can you name like best soundtracks in video games? And everyone goes to Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. I was going to say, I don't know if I'll say it's the best soundtrack in gaming, but it's probably the best licensed soundtrack in gaming. Yes, I'll definitely go with that. Because that, to be fair, when I was probably that age, I didn't really know much of that music. You didn't watch MTV. I basically didn't watch MTV. But <laughs> now that I know more of the music, I'm like, this, this game, this soundtrack, this is the one. I mean, you can always tell how good like a licensed soundtrack is when one of the selling points of like we're going to remake this game, and one of the selling points is hot damn, we've got like ninety percent of the soundtrack back. Yeah, I think there's only six songs that aren't coming back in it. There's even like a Spotify playlist for it as well. Wait, really? Yeah. Nice. I've literally just I've literally just clicked on it and found it. <laughs> but yeah, you've got like Papa Roach, Rage Against the Machine, and then you've got like other. I think there's like rap songs in there as well because I think it was a mix of like rap and rock, rap, like, hip hop, rock. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was really like listening back to it now with my music taste that I've got. It's such a good soundtrack. There's some absolute tunes in there, and I've never ever said absolute tunes before in my life. So that's how you know it's good. It, it was gnarly and radical, and <laughs> other words, it was f- so out there. <laughs> Tubular. I've never heard that one before. You've never heard Tubular? Oh, no, shoot. I've never heard that one before. Well, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move away from that one. <laughs> I think the only... So, I think, obviously, some of the stuff... Obviously, it's a really good game. Got massive um, massive review scores and everything. But there were a few issues with it. Like, you know, even I'll, uh, I'll admit there was a few issues to it. So, some of the... My, my biggest ones that I remember... This is, like, really weird. But... And I'm really criticizing a PlayStation game for this. But do you know when, like... I think it's called Draw Distance. So, when you're seeing what's been like in the back like further away yes. from you and everything yes that is really yeah. distance yes. yeah now i'm criticizing a playstation game for this but it wasn't very good but i think it's because of how detailed the levels actually were for the game that it couldn't really render stuff a bit further away from you because of that right 
But it's a little crit. You know, I'm just trying to find some little criticisms for this, and I'm really struggling. You but, couldn't um, get off your skateboard. That's that. You that's the thing I'm it. most thankful. <laughs> you can fall off, yeah. But the thing I'm most thankful for in like, because I as I said, I played one, three, and four, and the thing I was most thankful for when I started playing Thug was, oh my god, I can get off my skateboard. See, I found that really weird playing Thug when you could get off your skateboard, but I think it's because I was so used to playing. Um, yeah. This one where you were stuck on it was basically like. See, see for me, this is gonna like be a weird like way to look at it. Fast and Furious movie franchise should be about cars. Okay, yeah, right. So then, when yeah. after so many movies, it didn't become about the cars anymore, and that's how I kind of feel. Tony Hawk's went with Thug that it became obviously you were still skateboarding, but it became a little bit less about skateboarding and more about oh, you can get off your skateboard, you can do this and this. If sort of you thing. are gonna besmirch the good name of Eric Sparrow, we are going to have words. <laughs> Like I'm just saying, I'm just saying what I see and what I think. Oh dear. I don't, I don't know if people want to agree with that. If you do, you know, tweet us at behind lagging. I got it right again. I'm getting good. But I think it's it's one of those games that obviously you got skate as well came out from a year. Yes. Um, is skate is skate two a thing? Skate three is a thing. Skate three is a thing. Let's see. That's how far behind I am on a. Yeah. So there have been game. three skate games. There is session which was announced at E3 last year. I'm not sure if it's out yet, but the one everyone thought was Skate 4, and then, nope, it's a new one. And then, obviously, yeah, people have been talking about Skate 4 for years, but who knows if that's real. Yeah, we'll see. I don't believe it. I, I yeah. wanted to at that E3. It, like, I'm not a big into Skate. I think it, the controls are obtuse, and I would much rather just press a button to Ollie than do 20 stick flips or whatever you have to do in that game. But uh, I did hope for all of them, and I thought for all of them it was Skate 4. And then, I mean, it's something new, which is also cool, but it was it was weird. It was like, that's definitely Skate. No, it's a new one. I also completely forgot about the level editor. Oh, shoot, yeah. Hot I that. can't believe I, I forgot about that. One of the best that. parts about Tony yeah. Hawk's that. Yeah, just creating, like, random things just to... I'm sure, I'm sure me and my friends would create random levels just with, like, yes. just, like, little loop, like, half pipes all the way around just so we could just half pipe back and forwards. And then we'll put the cheat on for always perfect stuff and just leave the PlayStation running and see what score we could get to. <laughs> I know we did it. I know we did it once. So we did it. It might have been actually on a normal level. So we started grinding on the like round the outside of a. I don't know what it was, but it was just basically a circle. So you could go yeah. round and round and round and round. Put the cheat That's on for like perfect balance. And right, right, we're gonna leave the PlayStation. We're gonna like. I think we went swimming or something. <laughs> and like, right, we're gonna leave the PlayStation. We're gonna see what score we get when we come back. And my friend's mom turned the PlayStation off. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame her. Yeah, so I, I don't know what I don't know what it would have been, but I remember doing that. It was just weird doing things like that because you wouldn't you wouldn't even think of doing that with games these days. I don't think. Yeah, it had a lot. There was a lot of creativity. Like I used to make like weird like gauntlet style things and those things. We had to like grind and ollie your way over pits of lava and other nonsense. <laughs> and then of course it wasn't just level editor as well. Like you could do a move editor. I think in some of them. So you could create the stupidest special moves that could never, ever be done in reality. But in the confines of a game, yeah, sure, I'll do like a 1080 followed by like a 720 spinning diamond flip gnarl. <laughs> yeah, just insane think, nonsense. Yeah, I think I remember all that as well. <laughs> it, was, it was just so much stuff to do. Like, Yes. It wasn't just a skateboarding game. It was like you could create your own levels to like extend it out a bit more. And it was just... Yeah, it, it was, was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. The fact that they were able to crank it out pretty consistently year on year. 
And like, don't get me wrong, I'm not gonna to, like choose the choose the high point for most people. For me, I preferred other ones, but choose the high point. But the fact they were able to make those games for like seven or eight years, just and people would happily buy them, speaks to the testament of that. Because you, you don't really see that much nowadays outside of like EA Sports and I guess Assassin's Creed and COD and stuff like that. But. Yeah, like just looking at some of the future title, like future titles in the series. Pro Skater Three is one of the highest rated games on PlayStation Two. Um, I'm not sure what happened with PlayStation with uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Four, but I think that got really high reviews as well. It wouldn't surprise me. I would assume. And, and they changed it all with Underground. <laughs> so yeah, oh yes, that's what, Underground. You could drive bloody vehicles. Just no. Did you? Yes. I don't remember no. that. I know you could sketch vehicles. It still got really good reviews. Like it's got a Metacritic of 89. Hell maybe, yeah. Maybe too, but no, no, that's what that's what ruined it for me. Brilliant game. That's Eric Sparrow, under- man. Eric I fucking still, Sparrow. I still played Underground. I don't think I played Underground 2. I played Underground. And I've underground, not played. yeah, it's Underground 1 was Eric Sparrow. Underground 2 is the kind of, it's it's jackass. It's pretty much just jackass, but with skateboards. Yeah, so Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 was probably the, the highlight for me. Um, and you can see why. There's loads of good. Yeah. There's obviously a little bit of, the, the, the bad's like really trying to pick false, I think. Like me there trying to pick a fault with the fact that some of the draw distance in a PlayStation 1 game was poor. <laughs> and if you go and back... It's only something thing, you really get now that you're looking back on it at the time, you would have been, oh, no, this is fine. Yeah, it's I think when you, when you look at videos of it, which is what yeah. I did a little bit before, just to try and like relive it a little bit more, you look yeah. at it and go, yeah, that's a bit bad, actually. But for its time, it was amazing. It's like when you look at what game, like even like Gears of War, the original one, you look at the graphics then and you think this is amazing and you compare it to like gears of war 5 now it's like gears of war looked like shit <laughs> i yeah i'm i'm not as affected by visuals but i, I do see a point that yeah it's yeah. if i was to watch tony hotspur's get 2 and the new one side by side the hd remake i probably would be oh yeah that's a it's a lot yeah. <laughs> a lot's changed but i think as long as i think as long as i keep the gameplay the same in the hd one like literally don't change anything it's going to be, well, I'd actually be interested to see what review scores give it because obviously the original one got 90, what, 92? Sorry, 90, it's got a 98 on it'll, PlayStation. It'll depend on the quality of the remake because obviously they've had a few misses, to say the least, with Tony Hawk's, so it'll yeah. depend on. As long as they like, there's no like glaring errors in terms of frame rate or performance or anything like that, yeah. I imagine they'll have a winner. Yeah, because I'd be really interested to see what numbers it does because if say it's exactly the same game but in 4k yes. like literally nothing's like obviously yeah. frame rates improved and all that stuff if it's exactly the same game is it still going to get a 98 because in theory not a 98 jesus no <laughs> that's what that's what this one got that's what i mean that's what this one was on a 98 but i think did it only get a 98 because it was it was good at its time i feel the goalposts of what people expect from a 98 have changed yeah that's not to say that it's not worthy of one. Again, I've not played it, so I can't comment. But nowadays, when you say, think of like the very best games that people think of these 100-hour open-world epics with like intricate narratives and a bunch of characters and fun gameplay and probably some RPG mechanics. Yeah. This isn't me throwing shade by the way at what modern AAA is. This is just kind of where the expectations are on that. Like, you think of what will be the next 98, and your mind probably goes cyberpunk because it's that kind of big epic feel yeah pretty much it, you wouldn't you wouldn't think a skateboarding game is going to get a 98 it's not same, in like, this a, FIFA, a fifa game doesn't get above an 80 
well, that's the thing. You see, you see that with a bunch of these like sport games. I mean, like uh, to use another kind of similar example of something that was at a high back then and something that's near and dear to both of us, wrestling. Like yeah. you reflect on wrestling games back then, and it makes sense that they were like beloved and amazing and epic and probably reviewed well. Whereas nowadays, yeah, that's uh, yeah. I mean, if you've se- if you've seen two K twenty or know of two K twenty, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, let's not talk about that because that's just <laughs> depressing and negative. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for the remake of this game. I'm like I said, I'm interested to see what it does review wise, but I'm interested to see how it plays and if it if it plays as well as I remember it playing. Because I remember it being like really simple to get a grist with, but then you could also make it more complicated depending on what kind of tricks you want to do. Like I think triangle was grind literally, and that was it. And you pressed up and down really quickly on the D pad to do a manual, I think it was, and stuff yes. like that. So it was really easy. Whereas now, like come going back to FIFA, you want to you want to pass the ball on FIFA, you've got about six different options you can press. So you press A to pass or X to pass, but then you can press another button to change your pass. You can press another button to change your pass. And I really hope that they don't overcomplicate it. Yeah, I don't think you can. won't have the mechanic bloat that you have in like modern FIFA, yeah. for example. I, I, say, I just Having not played one since Project 8, and that was like a decade ago at this point, I am just hoping that it's just simple, fun, Tony Hawk's. Pure skateboarding fun. Yes. Yeah. Until I, you know, get stuck and can't get off the board, at which point I'll start swearing. <laughs> and I just, I was driving a car and just run you over. <laughs> but it was, I think it's weird as well because at that time, just, just to finish up, like some of the other games that were kind of around at that time. So you obviously had Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, but you had Moff, Matt Hoffman's Pro BMX. I don't know if oh, you remember geez. that. Okay, here we go. Oh, we just gonna name them all. Aggressive Inline, the Rollerblade no, no, game. No, no, no. So these are like these are all the ones that are licensed with a name. So you've got like oh, Sean sorry. Palmer's Snowboarder, Kelly Skater's Pro Surfer, Tiger Woods. Maybe not Tiger Woods, and then Wakeboard and this featuring <laughs> Sean Murray. But if you look at like box art for them all, they're all exactly the same logos. Yes, on the box. Not that they had a template, but... <laughs> yeah, but it was just weird at that time because I think you could get crossover as well because I'm sure Sean Palmer and Matt Hoffman ended up. I'm sure Hopkins. they're all on the same engine, if I remember correctly. I'm yes, pretty sure the BMX one were. was, at the very least. Yes, I'm positive there were. I'm going to have a quick look. Oh, dear. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that there was crossover between the characters as well, because if you're all on the same engine, you've already got them rendered. Yeah. So. Let's go, go skating as the Neversoft Eye. Oh, yeah. God, I hope the Neversoft Eye is in the new. I don't know oh, if, like, that. I don't know if Neversoft is still a thing that exists, but I hope, uh, uh, I, hope I get to skateboard as that eye. The studio was merged with Infinity Ward in May 2014. Infinity? Jesus, okay. Yeah, there you go. Maybe. maybe. Are, are Infinity Ward under EA? No, they're under Activision. No, they're Activision. Infinity Ward's quality. Rip. Yeah. Time, just have Infinity another Ward. eyeball that's totally legally distinct. Yeah. And then have like a gun going through it so you know it's quality. <laughs> Job done. Who's this game? It's been developed by Vicarious Visions and published by Activision. But Vicarious Visions, they did... Didn't they do the original Tony Hawks as well with Never Stuff? I don't remember, honestly. I'm positive the. It's 20 did. years ago, Squiggy. I'm an old man. Yeah. I'm positive they did, but yeah. So I think it's in good hands. They did good, they did the Guitar Hero series as well, which has nothing That's to what? do with Tony Hawks, but there you go. But it was also hella rad. Yes, it was. But no, I think it's in good hands. I'm excited to play it. Um, you'll probably have our opinions on it when it comes out in September, I believe. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I'll buy it at launch just because I think it's going to be like mostly full priced. But uh, I guess it'll depend on what comes out. I mean, I've already got enough games on pre order, but it's yeah. never stopped me. Depends when it comes out. Where, where, what, what else is coming out? What I'm doing? Whether I'm still locked in? 
I mean, Morty. I've got paper. I've got Paper Mario and Ghost of Tsushima on the same day. What? What, what do you want from them? me? Uh, Last of Us in June. <laughs> oh, there's gonna be so many games. Oh, but that that was Revisitation Revisitation Station. My yes. God. And uh, that wraps up basically another episode of the Lagging Behind podcast. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. There's only been two of us, but I think we've done a pretty good show. I think yeah, we've done well in Laura's absence. I th- I, it's been great. Um, hope, hopefully she'll be back next time. Who knows? But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's done well. It's done well. It's, it's you're done you're well. a good host. I, I do try, and you are a good... I was going to call you a guest, but you're not a guest. You're a good... <laughs> no, you're that's a good beyond co- that. Yeah, bye. I'm done. You're, done. A good, you're a good co-host. Yeah, next week it's just me, because Laura's not coming back, so it's just me. You get to listen to me for an hour trying to say Revisitation Station. No, it's not on next week's episode. It's it's a special next week. It is a special next week. So next, so the next episode, we no are going to be talking about. <laughs> yeah, no pressure, Fraser. You brought this one up, so I'm, I'm putting this one in voice on the air. On, Here on we go. <laughs> so, and the next episode is our free stuff episode. So in our first episode, I believe it was, we yes. spoke about the game we were going to play, which was Bioshock, which was part of PlayStation Plus in February or January. That was okay, a long you've... time ago. You've learned how to say it. Wow. Learned how to say what? Bioshock. What do I say? I, yeah, I'm pretty sure, because I listened to that episode one recently, you were like, Bioshock. Bio, that is my sultry <laughs> Geordie tones coming from. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Bi- Bioshock was the game we were going to play, and we are going to talk about that in the next episode of the Lagging Behind podcast, where we will also pick out the next game we're going to play as part oh, of free stuff. Yes, I hadn't thought of that. Oh, no. So make sure you tune in for that in two weeks' time, or less than two weeks' time, or it might already be out now, depending on when you listen to this podcast. Yeah. But yes, thank you so much for joining us. Remember to subscribe, like I've just said. Follow us on our socials. The podcast is at Behind Lagan. I'm at Geordie Squires. Slazo is at... Slazo King, S-L-A-Z-O-K-I-N-G. And Laura is at Law O Law. Give her a follow. Tell her that you miss her, because you probably do, because it just means Slazo. And we'll see you in two weeks' time. Goodbye. Au revoir.